Hey there, folks. This is Kristen Williams with The Trans Advocate, and today I'm bringing you a story about the Hercules trans student who is being prosecuted for battery. If you don't know what happened, basically, here's the story. According to school officials, this fight came after some female students verbally harassed a transgender student about her gender identity. It happened Wednesday in this courtyard at Hercules High School between 6th and 7th period. At one point, just about every member that was a party to the fight uh, end up, ends up on the ground. Um, there was lots of hair pulling, uh, hitting, slapping. No one was seriously hurt. School officials say the transgender student initiated the physical contact, but only after she was verbally assaulted. After being under stressful situations day after day of being teased and talked about, obviously at some point you're going to explode. The transgender student complained to school administrators about being bullied just two days ago, and a warning was given to the other students involved. They were told, you know, knock it off. Um, and then something transpired yesterday afternoon. Those who counsel students at Hercules High hope to turn this incident into something positive. They're teenagers. Their frontal lobe is not completely developed, and I think that's where we come into play um, to talk a little about um, tolerance and support and supporting each other. In the meantime, all four students involved face possible disciplinary action for fighting on campus. In Hercules, Laura Anthony, ABC 7 News. And so that's what happened in a nutshell, right? It's a school fight. School should handle it, right? Well, not so fast. The Hercules Police Department had something to say about that. What follows is an interview I did with Jennifer Lopez, and it calls into question whether or not the Hercules Police Department was biased in their investigation and in their recommendation to prosecute the transgender kid. Um, well, I'm Jennifer Lopez, um, investi uh, investigative reporter with Everything Transgender NYC. Um, on December 4th, 2012, Detective Putin of the Hercules California Police Department returned a phone call to me. And this was in reference to um, a Julius Gutierrez, um, a transgender student that was being bullied and harassed um, at, at her high school. Um, the context of the conversation that I had with Detective Putin uh, was in regards to the reasons why um, the transgender student um, was being brought up on charges. Um, Detective Putin refused to acknowledge that the student was transgender in the first place and then uh, continued to call the transgender female um, a he and using um, using male pronouns uh, no, to refer me, to this transgender student. Let me just interrupt you. You're saying that this this detective, was it your sense that this person didn't know that this uh, individual was trans? Well, I made it very clear to Detective Putin that this was a transgender student. Um, mm -hmm. Detective Putin replied to me that um, the person, the transgender person is um, listed as a male on school records. Uh, therefore, she would refer to the transgender person as a male. I then also went on to speak with Detective Putin about um, why there's not a hate crime um, being uh, being put on this individual, and she stated to me because this person is listed as a male, she does not identify this person as a transgender person. Therefore, this person would not be able to fall under um, a hate uh, hate crime. Wait, wait, um, wait. 
So you're saying that because uh, this individual has not didn't have female uh, a, a female identification there at the school that actually investigating this as a hate crime was not possible. That's what the detective was telling you. Exactly, 100%. It is exactly what the what the detective told me, and oh that she God. would recommend. She would recommend that um, that that charges be brought against um, this student as well as the other students, um, and I believe the charges were going to be um, uh, battery. Wow. Okay. And and when was it that you spoke with her? I spoke with her on December fourth um, of this past year, twenty thirteen. Oh wow. Okay. Well, yes. is there anything else that you would like to add? Yes, I, I, I explained to Detective Putin that this was a transgender person. Um, I also explained to Detective Putin that she was misgendering this person, and by misgendering this person, um, it, it really causes um, problems uh, in, in the community. I also ex explained to her that I was with the media and that things that were in the conversation would be presented um, as through my journalistic um, investigation. Um, at which point she started calling the um, Miss, Miss Jules, uh, sorry, Miss Gutierrez, started calling her uh, transgender person, transgender oh, so, person. Oh, transgendered. So once the detective found, figured out that, oh, you're with the press, then all of a sudden everything changes and now the student is transgendered. And that, um, and, and, and then she started using female pronouns. She actually never used the female pronouns. She, oh. she refused to use female pronouns. And I, and, and I explained to her that in this situation, you should be using female pro, pronouns because this is a female. Right. And she refused to acknowledge that. So not only do we have a person that went to authorities and said, hey, look, I'm being bullied day after day after day after day, and nothing's being done. Now, all of a sudden, this transgender person gets attacked, and now the system labels her a man and says that there's no hate crime whatsoever involved here. Mm. There's no protections for this person, and not only is there no protection for this person, we're going to go ahead and re-victimize this person by arresting this person and telling this person that she did something wrong, that she did right. something bad in complaining and in protecting herself and defending herself against three other students that attacked her. Mm -hmm. What I'm amazed at is that things like this escalate our current suicide attempt rate in the transgender community. I could not imagine what this person, this transgender person is sitting back thinking right now. There is no support for her whatsoever. In fact, I will tell you what Jules Gutierrez has been thinking. Here she is explaining how it's been for her. Came to a point where I wanted to hurt, like physically hurt myself, and that's bad enough is enough because you could stretch a rubber band so far and then it would just snap. Let me read you a quote from a local news station. Senior Deputy District Attorney Dan Cabrell who heads the District Attorney's Juvenile Prosecution Division, said the charges arose from the Hercules Police Department's request for prosecution in the case. 
From what I had seen in the news, it didn't seem that the district attorney was aware that the police department may have not been completely unbiased in their investigation, in their recommendations. And so I picked up the phone and called him. We talked for about 15 minutes, and he said that he was completely unaware of anything like this. I also spoke with Kaylee Simon, who is the transgender student's public defender. She hoped that this new information would help the district attorney decide to do the right thing and to dismiss the case. But she told me that the district attorney has complete discretion in this. Charles Ramsey, the president of the school board, had a few things to say about this situation, too. We know that incidents happen and they should be addressed. And look, but is this a priority that should be for the district attorney's office? There's a lot of finger pointing and blame that could go around. But we believe the education code and suspensions have been the appropriate response to this incident. Now, this seems to be in line with what the school has said all along. Back in November, I spoke with the Hercules High School spokesperson. Uh, we believe that the the strategy to to mitigate b- bullying issues is not just by suspending the student, but we understand that uh, even the bully, the victim and the perpetrator both, um, have a root of pain engaged with this. And we uh, use a model called the restorative justice model that speaks um, about not only in, in confronting the perpetrator with the impact of their uh, behavior uh, to their community, but also tries to get to the bottom of why they did this and how can the community that supports them and the community they belong to can help them move on.